he said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> unhinged. Oh my God, this episode was so freaking good. I'm so excited to talk to you about all of this because we were saying last week, like Golden Bachelor is great and, um, you know, obviously love the wholesomeness of it all, but we need some drama to keep us entertained. And they brought the drama. I have so many thoughts that I feel like I need to talk it through with you because I don't even know where I stand. I don't even know what side I'm on, you know? Totally. Yeah. Episode three is by far the best episode so far. Definitely brought the drama and the spice that we were saying we needed last week. And it all started with the creation of the click Askin. And I would like to change the name to Jaskin, like J A S S K N. So it'll be Jackie, April, Susan, Stephanie, Kathy, Nancy. Because I feel like, don't you feel like if we were in this house, we would be in Askin? Oh, for sure. Like, I think, <laughs> I mean, honestly, like when I look at all the women, like those are my favorite women in the house, regardless. And the fact that they all kind of gravitated towards each other to mm. make a click, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, I would need to be in this click. Actually, like, I would love, I would be honored to be in Askin, but like, I would only hope that I could be cool enough to no, be I in Askin. Seriously. And I saw that you posted a meme about this, but like, immediately when I saw it, I was like, oh my God. They're like the fucking plastics and I'm obsessed. And I'm like, ooh, is Kathy the new queen bee? Because she's really like leading the punch on all of these things. Or maybe April. Do you think April's more Regina George? I think so. I feel like April's Regina George. Kathy definitely is doing a good job at keeping that click really ruling that yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. But I would say that April fills the role of Regina more. Who is Susan? Because obviously, like Susan, I'm going to cry my eyes out when she gets sent home. I know, she's the best. I feel such a connection to her. I can't explain it. I really can't. She just gives a vibe of, like, a Jersey, Long Island mom. Even though I know it says she's from Pennsylvania, but, like, the fact that she's, like, making meatballs and chicken piccata and just, like, her voice and the way she looks, like, she just looks... It feels comforting to me. It feels like home, you know? Like, I feel like she would, like, well, obviously, she would make a bomb-ass dinner, but I think she'd also drink with you on the couch and cuddle. But yeah, I just want to, like, hang out with her. And if she has these other friends, sure, they can come, too, as long as Susan is there. For sure. So I think April's Regina George. Would Kathy be Gretchen Wieners because she's just kind of, like, stirring the pot, hair so big, full of secrets? And then I think Susan would be Karen in the sense that she's just, like, happy-go-lucky. Like, Susan's along for the ride. You know what I mean? Like, Susan's not causing any drama or problem. She's just there to be, like, right. fun and she's just down to hang. Right. And Nancy kind of hasn't been that outspoken, right. so she's Karen because she just— No, Katie, not that you're you like— Oh, wait, sorry. Who did you say? I said Susan was— Karen. <laughs> Susan was Karen. Wait, guys, I'm mixing up the actual character names yeah, I'm like, and then the... <laughs> wait. Ma'am, do you Karen, know your mean girls? Come on. <laughs> yes, Karen, Karen Smith. Karen Smith. Yeah. It is who? I'm saying it's Susie. Oh, I'm saying Susan. Oh, sorry. Okay. Okay, guys. I'm confused now. <laughs> Susan is... I, I thought you said Susan Karen, was Katie. Oh, no. I thought you said Susan was Katie Heron, Lindsay Lohan. Oh, no. I think Nancy is Katie Heron. <laughs> Just because she's kind of, like, on the outskirts, she hasn't said too much. That's where I thought you were going with that. And then I think Susan is Karen because she's just, like, down for a good time but doesn't really seem to be that involved in the drama, which I feel like Karen is just kind of, like, there and down and go with the flow. Whereas, like, Gretchen and Regina are the ones who really, like, stir the pot. And that's April and Kathy. (laughs) I agree with you. I think I just reversed Katie and Karen. Which I think in this case, they can be reversible. Interchangeable, for sure. Because we're basically just saying... 
they're cool. They're just not as outspoken. Yeah. Which is kind of what we're saying for both of them. Okay. Glad we got that covered. Mm -hmm. But that really set the tone for the episode because right off the bat, Askin is talking about how certain girls are like, have pissed off faces and then Gary walks in the room and then they perk up and they're, I guess, it's like not here for the right reasons type vibes, except they didn't say that line. No one said wrong reasons, right reasons in this episode, but they definitely meant it. So let's dive into the episode. We start with a group date talent show. Caitlin Bristow is hosting the date. As you guys probably remember, she hosts this date just like two days after she announces her breakup with Jason. I think she did a great job and she looked beautiful and happy. She looked really good. But like, was she needed? Given her situation, was, like, her role really needed this episode? No, I don't think it was. But I think they're doing that because I don't think they knew if Golden Bachelor would be such a hit. So they're, like, they're trying to get, like, people to tune in. They didn't know we'd all be excited about it. So they're, like, oh, but maybe people will tune in if we have Caitlin Bristow. And I'm sure there'll be other people throughout the course of the season that come back to host dates and stuff. That's what I think this was. It was just kind of getting a familiar face on the screen in case people For weren't sure. organically tuning in. I totally agree. I just think, like, given her situation, like, maybe totally. she didn't need to go and film the show when she's going through that. But awesome that she did. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I think she did a good job. I, do you ever think that Jesse sits there wondering, like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, when I was looking at the panel and it's mm-hmm. Jesse, Caitlin, and Gary, like, literally what is Jesse doing? I don't think he ever wonders that. Because he's, like, <laughs> making so much money to do nothing. It's like, if, if that's the case, like, keep it on the DL and just, like, collect your check. I think he's, like, so happy with his gig. He's like, I have I'm a dream sure. job. Yeah. I mean, he's like, I'm not going to draw attention to the fact that I'm literally not needed ever. Right, because the running joke was that Chris Harrison didn't really do much. But yeah. Jesse does even less than Chris Harrison totally. ever did. I know. Dream job. And then even on Paradise, which obviously we'll talk about in our next episode, like, just always bringing down alumni onto the beach to really, like, I don't know, shouldn't Jesse have technically hosted the bonfire last week? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like these are things that could have been a host's job, but instead they keep pulling other people. But I digress. You know, Mm -hmm. Jesse, you're killing it. Yeah. You're doing amazing, sweetie. I know. Give us nothing, King. Thank you so much. So the talent show. Yeah. Uh... I liked the talent show. Who was your favorite? I did too. Who, like, Like, I I just, I think it was nice that, like, these women brought out, like, some really fun, unique talents. Like, Susan doing karate? Are we kidding? And the fact that, like, Kathy shows up doing, like, push-ups, I thought that was really funny. But then we had some, like, real talents, like Faith singing a song, which was great. April, iconic, owning the stage. I just... I love these women. Leslie bumping and grinding, showing us why Prince wrote that song about her. (laughs) I will say, for her dancing, I was kind of like, girl, you danced with Prince. I was expecting, I think, a little bit more. I thought her dancing was very mediocre. I mean, take into consideration that she's like 60-something years old and she's like rocking it. I guess, I thought she looked awesome. Yeah, but it like her dance, she was just kind of like bopping. She wasn't doing any like real dancing. You know what I mean? Hey, don't throw shade at Leslie. Sorry, I know you love Leslie. (laughs) I love Leslie and like we can only wish. She's got moves like Jagger. Mm. They're going to change moves like Jagger to make it moves like Leslie. Oh, Okay. So, wait, Joan, obviously, Joan had the best moment in this group date 
her poem, I just hope I don't vomit on your shoes. I know, it was really sweet. So cute. And and he's like, I feel like she was speaking just directly to me. Like, you could truly see when Gary feels a connection, you could see it with mm-hmm. his eyes. Yes. Like, he gets so invested in that person. And he asks her out to dinner in front of everybody. I was really disappointed for Gary that Joan ended up having to leave because I do think their connection was really strong. And it was really heartbreaking to see him like, be so emotional about it, and Joan was so emotional about it, and I wonder, I mean, obviously, like, we're unspoiled, we don't know how this journey's gonna turn out for Gary, but I wonder if this is not the last we'll see of Joan. Maybe she'll come back, or maybe maybe if things kind of, like, end a mess for Gary, there might be some reconnection. I don't know, I'm like, why wouldn't she come back at some point? Maybe she just needs to go home for a few weeks, check in with her daughter. A few weeks is a lot of time, though, in Bachelor Land. Yeah. You could fall in love ten times over in a few weeks. I guess. You're right. I, I think it was actually really cool, though, that she left and said, like, I have to go be a mom. You don't stop being a mom just because you have kids that are grown. And yeah. I thought that was, like, really sweet to see her really just, like, owning that role that she needs to fulfill and... Joan, you're an awesome mom, and I'm very proud of you. And, yeah, I mean, just hearing her tell Gary that, like, their connection healed her heart. I know. And then Gary said he got out of bed dancing that morning because he was so excited about their night. It's just, like, I feel like if she doesn't come back, she will be someone at the women tell all where Jesse will say, like, Gary, how is it seeing Joan? Yeah. And it's going to be, like, some, not tension, but nerves maybe seeing each other no for sure and i feel like she's always i think low-key gonna be then the one that got away because he didn't even have Mm. the opportunity to fully flush out the relationship like if gary ends up with someone at the end of this i feel like he can at least feel confident in that like anyone who he also had a close connection with that was like runner-up or third or fourth like he flushed it out and really like weighed the pros and cons and figured it out and picked someone versus Joan. Like he didn't even get the opportunity to do that. So it's like, how can you not always wonder what if at the end of the day? Sure. But I would think that maybe at the end of the day, he will say, I didn't really know Joan though. Like when he eventually gets engaged to, I don't know, Susan, like I predicted last week, by the time he gets engaged to her or whoever Susan, it is. You mean Ellen? Oh, sorry. God, I was like, guys, I'm sorry. I'm- I love Susan, but I do not think she's winning this, unfortunately. I meant Ellen. <laughs> um, or whoever it is that he ends up with, he will know that woman so much more than he ever knew Joan at this point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's, you can't compare it. So I think, I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. Yeah. I, I'm down for her to come back. Go home. Help your daughter with the baby. Maybe bring the daughter and the baby. The baby can sleep in the other room. Yeah. And like you said, obviously, like, you know, a couple weeks is a lot of time in bachelor time. By the time she comes back, it's going to be like fantasy suites or like two people left. And then there's Joan. Oh my God, think of the potential for drama. Well, there's, yeah. And there's only 10 women left now because the start of the episode, they had 12 and now two people went home. And like, this is just so much better than the regular show because I feel like I know every Mm -hmm. single woman. Wait, I wrote down the same thing. Like after the rose ceremony, I was like, okay, you know, Edith and Christina are going home. And I do feel like those were the last two women that like we didn't really get to see a lot of and they didn't really get a lot of screen time. I, I don't really know their personalities. And now it's like, 10 very strong characters. And I feel like it's like a fucking dream team of all-stars. I'm like, (laughs) wow, we have our basketball team here, guys. And they're all stars. Like there's no one I look at and I'm like, oh wait, who is that again? Or like, what's their name? Or like, I know all of them and I love all of them. Yeah, And I love all of them. 
All right, so I want to talk about Ellen's one-on-one -on -one date with Gary, but before we do, we need to talk to you guys about Dame Products and their phenomenal sex toys. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. So sex is better when everyone is enjoying themselves, but holding a toy in place can be distracting and even counterproductive when you're trying to get it on and you don't want to be thinking about you know, your sex toy. That's why Dame designed Eva. It is the first hands-free vibrator for couples. So Eva nestles in for a secure and comfortable fit so you could set it and forget it and just focus on being intimate. Even in adventurous positions, it only needs the help of a single finger to stay put so you could turn it on and turn yourself on. Ow! Ooh. Yeah, so definitely check them out, guys. Dame.com also has a lot of other great products like Palm, Calm, and Fins. So Palm is the very flexible, versatile vibrator from Dame. It has a really friendly shape, touchable texture, and is a super bendy design that offers broad and targeted stimulation. So Palm is great for beginners. If you guys are new to exploring that part of yourself, it's also waterproof and features five intensities and five vibration patterns. So you can explore what works for you, Great for beginners. You want to get into vibrators? This is the one to try it out with. Wait, then they also have Calm, an upgraded external wand vibrator from Dame. And let's just say that's the one that I use. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ow! And <laughs> don't forget, there's one more dimension and it's Finn. So basically this is a wearable finger vibrator from Dame. So it's designed for all types of play. Use your imagination there. Finn is easy to use and comes with a removable tether. So you can wear it how you want for foreplay to more play. Right. So there's a ton of options to get from Dame. And the best part is Dame offers hassle-free returns within 60 days. So your satisfaction is literally guaranteed. Add some excitement to your life with Finn or Palm or one of these other toys from Dame. Go to dame.com slash she's all batch. That's D-A-M-E dot com slash she's all batch. And that's going to save you 15% off site-wide. So go stock up. Okay, tell me what you think about Ellen's date, because I know she's your front runner right now. She's my front runner. I was not surprised when she got it. I was like, well, obviously Ellen's mm -hmm. got it because she's going to win, in my opinion. And she got, like, the perfect princess date, like, I'm going to spoil you date. She got to be with a designer, and she got to try on beautiful dresses. She got nice earrings. I don't know if they were Neil Lane or no, if they, they were. saw the, the Neil Yeah, she, he opened the box, oh. and it said Neil Lane. Um, classic. Would you consider this like a pretty woman date because she got to get all dressed up in all the different outfits? I would. It's not what we normally see on the show, but I feel like they're doing concise mm -hmm. versions of what we it, normally see on the totally. show. Because I mean, we say this like every week, but the fact that it's an hour, I think makes it so much better on a normal pretty woman date. We would have saw her try on dresses for like 10 minutes. And mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I just don't need to see that. I think what we saw of Ellen's date was the perfect amount. No, totally. And it was pretty short. Like, it really wasn't all that much. No, yeah, and I like the quick approach. I bring up the pretty woman thing because I feel like when whoever gets the pretty woman date usually goes, like, really far. So your Ellen's going far. I No, I know she's going far, but, like, I don't know if I'm convinced yet that she's, like, winning. I know you, but I think the pretty woman date helps in your case here is what I'm saying. Winning. I mean, <laughs> I clocked, um, have you ever been kissed at a hundred feet? No, but I'd like to be. Like, are you fucking kidding me with this show? I know it's beautiful. 
It's the best show ever. Yeah, it was just so sweet. I just loved watching them. And I guess we'll see what happens with Ellen. But yeah. the focus shifted from Ellen when we learned, my notes actually say here, uh-oh, Teresa thinks she's got this in the bag. <laughs> she brags to Kathy randomly about her date with Gary in the kitchen. And it's kind of that like aerial footage that they don't necessarily know they're being filmed, mm-hmm. but obviously they're mic'd. I love that. We don't really know why Teresa randomly goes up to her and just starts talking, but I feel like we've seen this on the regular show. The person that has like a good connection with the lead doesn't realize that they're kind of word vomiting. Totally. Yeah, no, I think Teresa's just excited and wants to like share. I don't think she's being like malicious or like trying to like do something in the way that Kathy thinks that she's like trying to push her buttons. I was really surprised though, because I like did not see Teresa potentially like entering drama or villain territory. So this is very shocking for me. Like, I really thought she was like an unproblematic queen. But I think fundamentally, like I was saying, like, I don't think Teresa's trying to be rude. I think Kathy's like, honestly, just jealous at the end of the day. But I don't want to say I don't want that to come off like I'm not supportive of Kathy, because I do think the way she's kind of like stirring the pot on this is iconic. Like the way she whittled like her tears into getting a rose, even though I kind of know Gary's not that into her. I'm like, Slay Queen, you got this Wait, shit did, in the bag. I fucking love it. Did she make Golden Bachelor history by getting the first rose, not at a rose ceremony, not on a date, and not on a group date, and not at a cocktail party? He randomly just pulled a rose out of his ass just to make her feel better because she was crying. Like, let me read to you the way my notes escalated. First, it's like, sure. oh, I, I don't think he really likes Kathy. Like, saying people are mean, I don't think that's really true. I was like, okay, Kathy's a professional potster. Does she know what she's <laughs> doing? And then in all caps, my jaw on the floor when she got the rose, she played him like a fiddle. Actually iconic. So I really went on yeah. a journey there with Kathy and I can't tell if she just like is really jealous and this is genuinely how she is feeling or if she just knows like this is how you make good TV. Like go after the girl who's the front runner, make her feel like a victim, make her cry, like play <laughs> Gary like a fiddle to get like this weird pity rose. It was so good. Right. But I don't feel like she was playing him. I truly think she really was upset. I think there is a level of jealousy, but I think it's also her maybe feeling like it sucks to hear someone else talk about their yeah. connection so much. So I think she really did feel bad. So I think the tears were probably real. She got the rose in exchange for the tears, which is iconic, sure. Yeah. But I feel like she is hurting in a sense, too. And I agree that um, Teresa is also not really doing anything purposeful until, until the very until the very end when she's standing next to so Teresa's standing next to Kathy at the rose ceremony and she's like, "Did you enjoy your time with him?" Yeah, I really enjoyed it. He was so sweet with me. He was saying the best things when he came up to my bedroom, and it's like Jojo, have you learned <laughs> nothing? Like, why are you doing this again? This is exactly where you got into trouble the first time. I know. It's kind of hilarious. And that's where I I can't figure out Teresa. It's like, Teresa, I understand how in the beginning you're excited. You just want to talk to people about your experience. But once Kathy explicitly took you onto the stairs, you guys like literally cried for 10 minutes together. And Teresa, you're so sorry and so apologetic. You didn't mean that. And then you think the smart thing to do is turn to Kathy and be like, 
Yeah, he came up to my bedroom. It's just like, what are you doing? What's your game, girl? Because I, I don't believe that she's that dumb, that she would just like make that mistake again after it was such a big deal to the point that Teresa literally cried saying she didn't want to make anyone feel bad. Right. And then when, when they were on the stairs, though, and she's crying and Kathy's just like, I don't want to see your tears. Like, <laughs> you know what you're like. She was not taking Teresa's reasoning as an, a valid excuse. She was just like, no, zip right. your mouth. You're talking too much. Maybe Kathy is Regina George, though, because April's not the one speaking out. It's Kathy really putting people in their place. No, it's true. Yeah, I I guess we'll see as the weeks go on. I feel like we can then further, like, unpack this with the two of them. And, like, because I'm still not really sure, like, exactly where Kathy's motives lie. Because then when she says stuff like that to Teresa, I'm like, oh, you're just, like, finding, like, the small girl who's a front runner who's, like, easy to pick on and just, like, leaning in. I don't know. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of, like, for OG, OG fans, Vienna on Jake's season, Mm. which is odd because Jake actually – like Gary reminds me of Jake. I think they kind of look similar. But Vienna, I remember like went on her date with him and she came back and she's like, he's such an amazing man. You guys don't understand. He's just the sweetest man. And everyone's just like sitting there. And that was the start of everyone hating Vienna. Mm -hmm. So I I know that this happens. Like when people don't realize, like they're so excited and they want to just talk about it. And who knows, maybe there's a producer in their ear saying like, hey, we really want you to talk about this because like the girls need to know how serious you are about Gary. And, like, she thinks she has to keep saying it. But the fact that she did it after she was already talked to about it, that's when it kind of crossed the line for me. I agree. And also, it it seems like this will continue next week because we see Kathy in the promo again saying, zip it, zip your mouth. I know. Ugh, I love her. So. I love all of them. I just love this show so much. It's so fun. Oh, and, like, how much did you predict that Teresa was going to get the last rose? Oh, yeah. Come on, guys. It's like they think they can fool us and get us all worried these days. We know better. Mm -hmm. Come on. Although on the regular show, we would have seen so many more close-ups of Teresa with, like, voiceovers. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't – if I go home over this, I'm never going to forgive myself. And, like, this time around, we kind of got, like, the condensed version, which was nice. But Edith, first out of the limo, Edith and Christina, who I don't really know, Mm -hmm. went home tonight. Sad to see them go, though. I'm more surprised about Edith because I remember her from – first night and she was first out of the limo yeah but that's the only thing i really remember her from is that first night and we haven't really seen much of her since so i like this group that we have now like i really like this the 10 the dream team Mm -hmm. perfect 10 i know and then we just got to ask the girls if we can join ask us or whatever it's called what's it called well asking they were calling it asking so it's just Skin if we're or should we put should we put the S at the end so like it really establishes me from Susan Jaskins. Or I, or I could be next to Susan, which is pro- is like my dream. Yeah. Either <laughs> one. Either one works, okay. I think. Okay. Jaskin or Jaskins. Right. Right. Okay. Sound we'll off in the comments below. Which one do you think rolls <laughs> off the tongue better? <laughs> which one do you think like Susan, April, Kathy, and Nancy will be okay with adding it? Yeah. Which one do you want to wear on a t-shirt? All right. Well, I'm fucking pumped for next week. Same. So I guess we'll wait and see what unfolds there. Yeah. And they're playing pickleball. Ugh, so fun. So fun. And Susan gets a kiss. I know. Did you see that? Yeah. They were, like, really making out hard. I was like, okay, Susan. And that's not like a, yeah, that's not a group date pull you to the side kiss. That's like a, like, I don't know, Steamy makeout sesh. Right. Like, that's like a fantasy suite Dame Products Totally. You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. Speaking mm-hmm. of, thanks Dame Products for sponsoring this episode. Make sure to go to dame.com, D-A-M-E.com, and use code She's All Batch for 15% off the best, best sex toys and vibrators. Life's too short to not have a, a good vibrator, guys. Before we let you guys go, we have something we need to address that has gone on in the past few days. Well, first, we just want to say thank you to all the thoughts that took time to stand up for us. Uh, Mm -hmm. If you don't know what we're referring to, go to my Instagram. I posted something that said a... I was scammed by, we were both scammed by a brand. I We're not going to reiterate it here. So just go to the Instagram if you want to see it. But basically, we were scammed by a brand. Yeah. And our listeners came to our defense so hard. And I just wanted to say thank you. It's so nice to know that you guys have our backs. Because I feel yeah. like we have your backs too. Of and course. I feel like we're one big family. And I really appreciate that you guys care enough to mm-hmm. come to our defense. Um, and it was so, really yeah. beautiful to see. And if anything comes of that drama we'll keep you guys posted obviously but at this point it looks like they're just gonna ignore us and pretend that our contract doesn't exist I know. So. they literally shut off comments on their socials because you guys were so great at calling them out and it was amazing to watch so thank right. you right so i mean i think we have like a running list of people that have wronged us jen nick i think we can throw goss number three totally on that list so it's a short list. Like we're nice girls, you know. It's a short list, but it it takes a lot to get off the list. So yeah. good luck. Right. <laughs> good luck. All right. Well, is that it, Jackie? I do think that is it. All right. Goodbye, bitches. Bye.